We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. They'll need a miracle finish here. Randall goes to the corner. Shot blocked by McDaniel, saved by Conley, and that's going to do it. Gobert has it. One of the great performances in Nick's history, spoiled by what will be a heartbreaking loss. Julius Randle still yelling. Yeah, he's, he has to chill. They're going to throw him out of the game. 57-point night for Randle, but a crushing defeat for the Knicks, who stormed back with a great comeback. Took the lead in the fourth quarter, but credibly, Minnesota Timberwolves with a real gutsy performance. Yeah, Conley and Prince Gobert propelled them to the victory. They blew a big lead. The place was going crazy. It could easily for them to fold, but without their leading scorer, Anthony Edwards, they get the win on the road. Oh, God, that's disappointing. Men. Uh, wanted that one so bad for for Julius Randle. Uh, okay, the Knicks lost tonight to the Minnesota Timberwolves, one forty to one thirty four. And I would, <laughs> I'd love to be able to sit here and say that's not the story. It is part of the story. Um, it is part of the story because the Knicks are still very much in a race. For the playoffs, uh, race for playoff positioning. They have not secured anything yet. They now have to go down to Florida for what will be a tough back-to-back, including obviously Wednesday night against the Heat, who are who are chasing them. Um, so the game does matter. In no uncertain terms, the fact that they lost this game, it matters. Um, that said, I mean, I've been watching this team since, you know, for 30 years now. I could officially say that I've been watching this team for 30 years because it's 2023. So I don't know. And I, I did watch Melo 62. Remember that night? Not well, but I do remember it. Um, I've watched some other really, really special games for the Knicks. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like what we saw tonight from Julius Randle and specifically in the third quarter because so obviously Julius Randle ended up 57 points, which ties the third highest scoring game in Nick history, tied Richie Guerin, who did it way back in December of 1959. And since 1959, the only two men to score more points in a game wearing a Nick uniform were Bernard King, who scored uh, 60, of course, famously on Christmas Day in 1984 and the aforementioned Carmelo Anthony game um, in January of 2014. That's it. 
76 year history of the franchise. A lot of really great players have come through and only two of them ever scored more than Julius Randle tonight. And it started off quietly enough um, where he was, it was, I mean, what a, what a wild game, uh, a wild game that featured just some of the absolute best shot making from the entire Minnesota Timberwolves team, especially Torian Prince, who saved his best, most meaningful for last. Went an eight of eight from three tonight. One off the NBA record for most threes without a miss. Insane for a guy that his previous season high was 17 points. Uh, one, of, one of those nights. Uh, insane shot making from the Wolves right out of the gate. They were shooting 75% from the field and from deep through like late in the second quarter. Um, and then it's finally started to taper off. But like because the shot making for the Wolves was so impressive. I mean, the Wolves, uh, the Knicks were, were, were making a lot of shots too, just not quite as many as the Wolves. And like subtly in the first quarter, Julius Randle was the one who was making the most shots for the Knicks. And then even more quiet in the second, he kept adding to it. But, and Breen said it like right before the half, he's like, Julius Randle has 26 points. And we were all watching on playback and we were all like, what Julius Randle has 26 points. What? And I I, ma- I made an offhanded comment at the time. I'm like, man, he he might need to go for 50 tonight if they're going to win this game. And then what he came out and did in that third quarter, 26 points, New York Knicks record, um, broke the previous record by Carmelo Anthony, um, nearly outscored the Timberwolves by himself. Uh, Timberwolves scored 30 in the quarter. Knicks had or Randall had 26. Knicks had 38, and you felt like, okay, the bench is Randall is going out because he was completely gassed, completely and totally gassed. Felt like Randall's going out, but the bench is coming in. The bench has put the Knicks had done a good job, obviously, since Josh Hart got here, especially done a great job putting the, the, the starters in a good position down the stretch. And like the bench was good, not great. You know, when they came in, they could never get that extra that extra little something, that extra little push. The Wolves always had a shot to keep, you know, it, I don't think the lead ever got over five. I think the it, the lead got to five a few times and never got over five. All that being said, Jalen Brunson made a shot with, so it was tied, it was 125-124, and then Randall hit a shot, and then Brunson hit a shot, and it was 129-124 with 441 left to go. And at that point, you felt pretty good. And from that point forward, um, the Knicks got two buckets. They got Brunson made a 16 foot two pointer after the Wolves had come back and tied the game to make it 131, 129. And then it was the Randall three point play after the steal late, which, you know, the game wasn't over. Obviously, made a three point game with more than 24 seconds to go. So, like, the game, it it's gave new life to the game that felt like it was over. Because uh, after the the Connolly steal, but like for all intents and purposes, for me this game, I'm looking at it and saying the Knicks managed to score one basket at home in the last you know for a stretch of four and a half minutes down the, down the stretch of a close game, and it's just weird because this has been a team that has been has turned into a really good clutch team after they were just an awful clutch team. And like, you did not want them anywhere near 
a game that could potentially become close down the stretch. And they've kind of, and we felt they kind of got over that. Obviously, Denver, they made all the big plays down the stretch versus Denver on both ends of the floor. And tonight, you know, Benji said it on playback. I think it was during the fourth quarter. They were just, you know, it was like not, they were, they were just like jumpy. They were very jumpy. They were, they were over aggressive in terms of closeouts and help. And it was resulting in, you know, the, the wolves like making passes and making passes, making but lead into good shots, good, easy shots or good threes, you know, and then just some silly stuff like quickly fouling Conley for a three and or on a three point attempt and, and giving up three free throws that ended up giving the wolves a lead. They wouldn't relinquish there in the fourth quarter. Um, bunch of transition opportunities that they, that the Knicks just couldn't finish, uh, had good opportunities there nine turnovers in the first half that didn't help anything. Um, you know, it was, and, and like, look, they gave up 140 points tonight. So I can't really sit here and be like, well, the defense, this was more shot making than, than, terrible defense you give up 140 points 140 is 140 and it's unfortunate because you know it's not like they came out and they didn't care on the defensive end but we know what this next team looks like when they are playing like their lives depends on it like what like their lives depend on it on defense and they did not come out like that and look this is now this was kind of a repeat of the charlotte game maybe a little bit different because it was, that was off the nine game winning streak. And you felt like maybe that was an emotional come down and they were, they were tired in that game. And also they didn't have Jalen Brunson this, that game. That's the big difference here. They had Jalen Brunson. This is the first loss with uh, where Jalen Brunson has played the entire game. Cause he went out of the Kings game and Josh Hart has been on the team. It's first loss. So it's been, you know, over a month. So like, uh, you know, I, I, this isn't a loss to go crazy about again, the wolves, came out and just, I mean, their shot making was insane. And you want to be like, well, Brunson or Randall kind of equalized that because he had insane, insane shot making as well. And he did for sure. That said, the Wolves 61% overall, 58 from deep. A little bit better than we ended up, 56 and 50. Um, the free throw line equalized it. But other than Randall, you look around and it's like Brunson had an okay game. You know, 9 of 18, 23 points, not his best. Um, quickly had an open shot there down the stretch. He was only two of seven from deep, six of 16 overall. Not a great quickly game offensively. Josh Hart was five for seven, but only took, you know, seven shots and he's not really shooting it unless it's, it's in transition, which is kind of his one, you know, piece of kryptonite. Uh, and, you know, RJ only eight shots in this game. Grimes only one shot in this game. Uh, RJ 27 minutes, Grimes 21 minutes. Was there an argument to play Grimes maybe a little bit more? Was there an argument to play RJ a little bit more? I don't know. I thought quickly was the better. You had to keep hard in there. And I thought quickly was the best of those three down the stretch. And he was not good down the stretch. So it was a decision that backfired and uh, turned out to, to not be great. Gobert actually made absolutely made a big difference for them. The Knicks were afraid to take a shot anywhere near the paint coming down the stretch. And it mattered because like, that's what the Knicks want to do down the stretch of games. They want to take shots, in and around the paint, you know, even if it's a short mid-ranger and Gobert just doesn't let you do that. And it, it, it took the Knicks out of their comfort zone in a big way. Um, and, uh, you know, that's the thing with that closing lineup, other than quickly, you don't have guys who really want to take threes. You know, Brunson wants to operate inside Randall and, and quickly miss the three that he had, I think, or maybe multiple threes. So tough loss. It's not a loss. I'm going to go crazy about 
it's just unfortunate. It's disappointing because again, that Julius performance was that third quarter in particular. Again, I've watched basketball for 30 years. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that third quarter. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, And now we move on to Miami in what is a game that becomes a little bit more interesting all of a sudden. Um, You know, it's, you know, it's not a must win, but you'd feel boy would it be would it be a nice comeback to come back and get get that win we'll 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 see we have a lot of a lot of time to think about that okay let's do uh what should we do personal injury report uh presented by our friends at Weiss and Rosenblum make sure if you have a personal injury inquiry call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100 again Weiss and Rosenblum personal injury attorneys 212-366-6100 or visit them at weissandrosenblum.com um, for more information, call them up. Free consultation. Uh, if they take the the case, they do not get paid unless you do. Prior results don't guarantee future outcomes, but if you think you might have a case, give them a call. Uh, no injuries to report, other than Anthony Edwards was not in there for the Wolves. Um, although, <laughs> I mean. I don't know what they lost because you look at everybody else in their starting lineup. I mean, Prince obviously had the game that he had, but uh, Jaden McDaniels kind of a quiet 18 points, but still 18 points on 12 shots. Kyle Anderson was, was really good. I thought tonight, uh, Gobert, you know, seven to nine, 16, great game from him. Big impact on the defensive end. And then Mike Connolly, you want to talk about a guy uh, uh, with the, all the crazy stat lines, Mike Connolly, 24 points on 11 shots. How about that? And 11 assists to boot. Amazing game from Mike Connolly. And I should know before we go to moment of the game, um, Brunson really struggled containing him. And this, there have been some games along the way where you, where you really notice Brunson's limitations defensively. And, and tonight was absolutely at or near uh, the top of that list because they could not contain penetration and, and Brunson getting into the teeth of the defense. Knicks were again, helping left and right and who's cutting in or who's, you know, it's Gobert, It's a pass. It's a, it's something. It was always something. 140 points, 140 points, a lot of points. Okay. Uh, you do moment of the game. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, Andrew, what do we, what are we doing for moment? Of the, can we just be like the third quarter? I don't know. <laughs> So I have three candidates. They're Great. all Julius Randle. So there's the dunk in the first half that made us all kind of perk up that he was feeling it tonight. Um, there was the three-pointer that tied the game, finally got the Knicks tied in the third quarter. Um, I believe it made it 106-106. I'll look up the exact score. That is, a, final- that is a third quarter score. Third okay. quarter score. Um, it also gave him 49, 50, and 51 points. So we get the three that puts him over 50. And then it's going to go down as a forgotten play, but poking the ball out of... 101, sorry. 101, 101. Poking yep. the ball out of, the, out of Conley's hands to give the Knicks one more shot to then... So it's the steal, the forced turnover, followed by the and one that cut it to three with 40 seconds left. So... I like those three. Those three. Can, can I read you a stat, John? Please, because I have to blow my nose. Because it's why this this game, I'm, I'm struggling so much with like, yes, they gave up a ton of points. Yes, they were targeted on defense. They lost to the, 
the Timberwolves without Ant or um, or Carl Anthony Towns. Towns. Yeah. Uh, Torian Prince just had the second most efficient game in NBA history. He was twelve of thirteen tonight, and For eight of eight from points. and eight of eight from three. He is the only other player to get uh, thirty-five points on a higher true shooting. Is Davis Bertans in twenty twenty-one? Wow! Um, and Prince is the first ever to have at least a one hundred and ten percent true shooting. <laughs> With at least five threes that without missing, and he went eight for eight. Like we saw something crazy with Julius tonight. There's a part of me that wants to just be like, we kind of saw something crazy on the other side. Yeah, no, between him and Connolly. I mean, I know Connolly's again efficiency numbers weren't at Prince levels because I mean nobody could do that. One person's done in NBA history. But this is another one where it's like Sorry, what were you going to well, say? Do you remember the Nasreed skyhook in the middle of the second there quarter? There was so many. That, and that's that's why it's like there is a part of me that just wants to like look at the score and be like the NBA in 2023. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Um, you know, you, you're going to see stuff like this happen. I. Yeah, you're going to see stuff like this. But but it's it's just funny hearing you say that the second most efficient game in NBA history. It's like. The Knicks this season, for as amazing as the season has been, is for as much as they are arguably, along with the Kings, the feel-good story of the year, it just chalked this up to another one of those, how did this happen? This happened to the Knicks. Like, Mm -hmm. how could 8 for 8, 35 points on 13 shots happen to the Knicks? It it does seem a little more random. Like, when Luka did it, it seemed like they were giving him... Like, it's Luka. So you're just like, okay, this is at least... All right, like is he ever going to have this game? Like we looked up his stats in the first quarter when he had 20 points and he hadn't his season high was 19 going into tonight. So 17 I, I thought. I had 19 on his basketball. Yeah, whatever. It was less than log. 20. The point being this is his first 20 point game of the season and he made history. So it took a historic performance to wipe out the, uh, the Randall individual historic performance. Yeah, it took a historic performance to wipe out a historic performance. The difference is, I guess, you figure a guy like Julius Randle is going to have, like, he's the more likely of the two to have a game like this in him. Um, This is me coping because I'm trying to process the fact that the Knicks were not able to pull out this win. Look, they kind of stayed away. There's going to be some comments coming up that they didn't really feature Randle. Randle had like like two shot attempts or three shot attempts. I thought he looked kind of cooked. I thought I think like the the, the rebound he didn't get at the end. I'm looking at him like he's got no legs whatsoever. There's a shot in the third quarter. I think it was towards the end of the third quarter when he was having the performance he was having. Yep. And it's they're going to a TV timeout and you just see him uh, hunched over hands on his knees. And it's like he's exhausted. I've never seen that look on his face. And I actually I'll say it right now. I thought the decision to continue to run as they often as they do run the offense through Brunson down the stretch. I thought it was the right decision. And like, look, they were trying to take away Brunson. Brunson had the again, he had the shot with under five to go to give them a five point lead. He had um, the and then Julius it was a, not a great shot because it was like the end of the clock shot. It was a grenade. He missed when it was 129, 26 um, ended up being a shot clock turnover because it didn't even hit the rim mm-hmm. possession. After that, it was a good quickly look just missed. Um, after that, Josh Hart, great look in transition. First time he's missed one of those all year. It's like these freaky things. And then after that, Jalen Brunson, the next time he shot the ball, 
he made it. So Jalen Brunson, two for two so far, under five minutes. And then the last shot that he took was the he he missed the driving floater with two oh two oh four to go. Yeah. Mm. And then it was turnovers and other and like just because they were yeah, that's all it was. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest with keto, calorie-smart, vegan veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more than 36 quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper, but meals are ready quicker than restaurants delivery. Just two minutes. Also, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor. Each meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to your vegan or veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose and enjoy fresh, 
Flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Don't hesitate. Head to Factormeals.com slash Filmschool50 and use the code Filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Again, that's Factormeals.com slash Filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. All right, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. Mm, Man. Well, this would have been so much more fun if they had won that. Okay. Jesse M. Um, starts us off. IQ filing two three-point shooters ruined the momentum. Yeah, the, I mean, the one um, with Connolly with uh, 217 left to give the, um, give the Wolves the lead was certainly the one that will, will stand out. But the one that the earlier one that you're talking about, and I forget when it was was I think it I think it was in the end of the third quarter um, because yeah that was Nikhil Alexander Walker the reason that made that one almost worse is Nikhil Alexander Walker is like he's not the guy that you should be even coming close to fouling on that situation but again there were like lots of those moments even in the first half we go back to the first first half when the Wolves like seemed to they were able to keep that 15 point cushion throughout the entire first half, there were a couple little moments in the first half where the Knicks, whether it was sloppiness or not being able to convert transition opportunities or all, like all these little moments add up where you're like, eh, are we going to come back? Is, is that going to come back to bite us? Is that going to come back to bite us? And you, you have enough of those, even against a team um, that's missing their best player. It comes back to bite you. Thanks, Jesse. Soggy bones. What's going on? Soggy bones. How are you, man? I'm not a Julius Stan at all, but why did they ignore him in the fourth? Felt like he barely had it all quarter. Uh, we obviously addressed this already. Also, the size wolves have the size the wolves have at the guard pose the at guard pose a lot of problems for quickly and Brunson. I really hope that doesn't get exploited again. That's the other. Th- yeah, I should have said that. Bad job by me. Um, we were saying it on the playback. You noticed it. I noticed it on a couple of possessions. I think on the fourth was the first time I noticed it when they. Might have been in the third. I'm pretty sure the fourth, though. When Brunson was on Jade McDaniels, and it was like it wasn't on a switch or anything. Like they, they, that was the best. That was like the best place that they decided. Like, oh, this is where we're going to hide Brunson because you didn't want Brunson on Connolly, and so you put you put quickly on Connolly, um, you know, and then but all around you had all these. You know, you wanted Randall on the least. Uh, taxing assignments. So you had Randall on um, Kyle Anderson, and then they ended up taking Anderson out and putting, I think it was Noel in, which to to try to put a little bit more offensive pressure to maybe force Julius and someone. And, and to, like, there were just not a lot of great options as far as because they do, they bring a ton of size. And when they're hitting threes, like they obviously did tonight. Um, I mean, what you know? It, it's tough. Uh, they were they hit. It's my God! It seems like so many more. They had fourteen threes, but they were fourteen to twenty four. Seems like they had twenty four threes. Thanks, Soggy Buns. Appreciate you, man. Jesse M. Torian effing Prince. Who? Torian Prince, good player. Torian Prince, uh, former uh, Walt Walt Perrin draft pick that was immediately traded to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I think they traded him after the pick was made. Regardless, he was the 12th pick in the draft. That dude was like, 
you know, he got, you know, he's gotten paid all along his NBA career. He's a guy who could score, but I mean, Jesus, <laughs> not like this. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Uh, Colin Reardon, what's going on, Colin? I like Tibbs a lot, but awful game by him. McBride needed, needed minutes. Mitch needed to close. IQ was fouling at bad moments. Everyone getting beaten off the dribble. Shake my head. Okay, let me address these one by one. I actually brought up in the first half that I thought about McBride. This might maybe was a McBride game. Just to like up the intensity level, um, you know, try to just try to be disruptive, you know? And the one pushback on that that I think is fair is okay, so if you're going to McBride, then you're because you're probably going to for to McBride for RJ during those second unit minutes. And so then you got McBride quickly Hart, Obi, and then you're super small. You're super small against a big Wolves team. That said, I, I brought it up. I thought it was something uh it, they didn't go to it. So whatever. Mitch needed to close. I, I I didn't have a problem with that. I thought Hardenstein was the better of the two players tonight. Um I think he's been the better of the two players for the past few weeks. Um, but you know, obviously Mitch had a really good game against Denver, but I didn't think Mitch had it tonight. I didn't think Mitch was great tonight at all. And then as far as quickly, again, that's the one we talked about already. It's the glaring one. I I thought having quickly close was the correct decision. I thought early in the fourth quarter was obviously the correct decision. I mean, there was a stretch there for quickly where he was like, he was really good. And then it just turned on him, you know, um, in the fourth. And it went from a game that was like a pretty good quickly game to a, ba- a bad quickly game, you know? So I, I, I can't, I mean, I'm probably biased, but uh, I, I'm not sure I'm putting this loss on, on Tibbs, but listen, at the same time, you give up 140 points, you can't beat a team, that's missing Anthony Edwards. I mean, it's on everybody, including the coach. Um, Juanan, what's going on, Juanan? What a waste of a phenomenal offensive night from Julius. On to the next one. Yeah, I mean, he needs drug test. That's your brony prince. He's drinking Mike's secret stuff tonight. The only explanation. Uh, that's the that, you, you nailed it. That's why tonight's so hard. Um, if you lose to the Wolves on a night when Prince is doing what he's doing and 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 Connolly's having the night that he's having and the whole thing. It's like, all right, it's forgivable. It's game 70, whatever it is, you know. Um, it happens. It's the NBA in 2023, it happens. But just to waste that performance, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, a tragedy. I don't know if that was a name that... Um, was changed for tonight, but it, it's fitting regardless. McDaniel shoved off Jalen Brunson twice, garbage refereeing. Yeah, that was a bad, that was a missed call. And I would expect that in the last two minutes report, that one's going to come up. So that's when, um, after Julius got the steal and converted the N one with Torian Prince almost became the goat of the game, not capital G O A T, but lowercase um, because he fouled Randall and, and allowed the N one um, McDaniels took the shot and did push off Brunson. It was very clear that it was an offensive foul on Jane McDaniels at the same time, you know, and I'm not about to kill Julius because again, he was freaking gassed. Like Randall had an opportunity for that rebound and, and just couldn't get to it. So even with the missed call, you still had the opportunity to grab the rebound. You didn't grab the rebound and 
There it is. Keith, what's going on, Keith? How are you, man? Um, thank you, as always. Shouts to Julius for the performance. Really wanted to win for him. Only against the Knicks does something like Prince happen. Only us. Shouts to KFS. Thank you, man. Yeah. This has been this has been a season that we will never forget. Truly, 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 truly. I mean, how many just like ho hum boring wins or losses. I mean, I guess they've when they've been rolling, there have been some wins that have been like convincing wins that, you know, they won going away. So I guess there has been a few of those, but even those have come during big win streaks with which in and of themselves have been big deals and memorable. And then, but just like the losses, like, I mean, you go through the losses this season. How how many have been just like losses that are like, ah, okay, that, that that happens. It's easy to take. Very few, very few. My God, thank you, Keith. Uh, Black Ice, what's going on, Black Ice? Randall was gassed, letting the bench play a bit longer to give the starters a break could have made the difference. I think that's fair. It's funny though, he didn't bring Randall in for offense. He didn't bring Randall back in for offense. He brought Randall back in because Obi missed the box out uh, after someone missed a corner three. I think it was Nas Reed missed a corner three and it was Obi's box out. Completely missed the box out. Totally missed the box out. And Randall came back in. And like, I don't know, was Brunson gassed? I didn't think Brunson was gassed. Brunson had a lot of time to rest. I think Brunson, I thought Brunson looked pretty fresh in this game. Um, quickly, I'm guessing quickly played about 30 minutes. 28 minutes. So I don't know. I don't think I don't think quickly was gassed. Hart is never gassed. Um, and Hardenstein, I think, you know, I don't think Hardenstein was it was Randall. And like again, it's tough because uh, I mean, just do you pull Obi because of one missed box out? I mean, if you're Tibbs, you do. <laughs> that's that's the shit that drives him crazy. You know? So I don't know. Was it the right decision? Or was it the wrong decision? They lost the game, so you could say it was the wrong decision. Thanks, Black Eyes. Uh, Drew P. IQ had no right to close as bad as was as bad as Julius Randle was. Great man, really harsh, harsh quickly stuff tonight. I mean, it's a little over the top for me. Again, it's it's. I understand you go game by game, and I understand you treat each piece, each game as a unique body of a unique piece of evidence. That said, there is. Or what do we what have we played now? Seventy three games, seventy two games worth of evidence going into tonight that Emmanuel quickly is a guy that you want on the floor in the last five minutes of a close game. Unequivocally, a guy you want on the floor in the last five minutes of a close game for a variety of reasons. Um, so I'm going to keep pushing back on on those comments because I I just I mean this guy's going to hopefully I mean hope tonight didn't hurt him too much, but might win the six man of the year award. Um, that's how important and how valuable he's been. And I understand he didn't have a great close to this game, but to say that, oh, it was egregious that he was on the floor, that's that's too much for me. Roger Fortune, what's going on, Roger? That hurt. Plenty of things to complain about, and hopefully it's a loss to learn from. On to the next one. Yeah. So I don't know, but to complain about, it's stuff to be annoyed by, you know? Which, 
I, I don't know if that's a that's a real distinction, but like I'm very annoyed right now. It sucks. I I, I don't know that there's stuff that's gonna. I mean, think about Torian Prince is going to keep me up. That's for sure. Eight for eight from three. Unbelievable. Hannibal Miles, what's going on, Hannibal? Was at the game tonight. Oh, well, that, I mean, I hope, I hope it was good for you that you got to see that performance. Uh, glad to see Julius get a 50 spot. I wish they would have won as well. They just made everything, meaning the Wolves. Uh, field goal percentage and three-point percentage was above their free throw percentage. So unlikely. Yeah, and what did they shoot from from the line? I felt like they the Wolves shot. Uh, well, they, they actually shot seventy five percent from the line, so that's not quite true. But it felt like it was. Um, yeah, they made everything. Like you just you're just not going to see teams shoot like that that often. But they did. And uh, but yeah, Julius getting first Nick uh, to have fifty since since Mello in the two thousand thirteen fourteen season. So pretty cool. Dan Hidalgo, what's going on, Dan? Ah, yes, the eight for eight from downtown Torian Prince game. I'd say I'm shocked, but somehow I'm not. Hashtag character building. I'm not shocked at all. I'm not shocked at all. That's what the season has done to us as Nick fans. Between, again, we could go through them verbatim. You know, the Dallas game, the Bulls game. The Clipper game with the Batum shot that you just knew was going in. Um, I'm sure there's a few others that I'm forgetting, but yeah, now you could add this the Tory and Prince game to this, and it's just like I don't know how many wins we're going to end up with this season. I would imagine it's going to be in the in the high 40s, um, you know. But we're going to look back and we're going to be like that. That should have been a 50 win season. You know, if the basketball gods had any, uh, you know, any, any, um, something. <laughs> I can't know. I'm out of words after that game. Stevens Guillaume couldn't survive the Torian Curry game. Man, I hate trap games. Yeah, I, I don't know. Was this a trap game? Um, I think, it, I mean, a trap game to me is defined by a game where you come out and, you feel like you're just better than the other team and you're going to win. And I think they they certainly came out and they scored like a team that was like, oh, we're the better team and we're going to act like it because they were, I mean, for like they were Knicks were hitting, hitting everything as well. Everything in like rational terms, not everything in like fake basketball universe terms, which is what the Wolves were hitting. But yeah, there was a level of intensity that just wasn't there. And also like, and again, shout out to Benji. He was pointing this out in the moment. Like the decision to like go under screens on Mike Connolly. Like why? Like why are you doing that? You know? Um, from the first quarter. Like there's no reason to do that. He's not the guy you go. I mean, Torian Prince is one thing. Torian Prince is going to go eight for eight. You tip your cap. Why are you going under screens on Mike Connolly? That's just like not smart. And that's like that was that was Quentin Grimes uh, on several of those occasions, you know. And then they made an adjustment in the second quarter, but like the damage was done. The, the Wolves scored how many thirty eight points in the first quarter, something crazy like that. Yeah, annoying. Forty two in the first quarter. Excuse me. 